somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way. Chewy, we're home. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Walking Carpet. We have a very special guest with us today. I'm Josiah Leroy, but first, to my left, my good friend, Amanda. What's up, Amanda? Nothing much. Across from me, in case, you know, this is... (laughs) <laughs> you're listening to this so i have to visualize for you uh sammy b what's up sam hi and then to my right our new friend from the Northridge, brian patrick stoyle hello everybody thank you so much for being with us we've been excited about this one for a while uh, <laughs> thank so you for reaching out man you are the writer director and the luke skywalker <laughs> yes. if you will for uh <laughs> the upcoming buffalo bison star wars night which mm-hmm. takes place this saturday at uh, coca-cola field in buffalo new york yes so are you excited for this? It seems like I think we're under two thousand tickets to go. Yeah, yeah. This is a sellout. It's uh, it's pretty wild, actually. It's it's funny because I did this before when uh, the event was you know much younger and earlier on, and yeah. the last year I directed was the first year it sold out, and now it's like oh, oh my god we're getting so to a sellout you. like so much sooner and so much sooner, and um, it's so funny because the Bison's actually have made it easier for us to sell out because the whole bottom section of Coca-Cola Field now is uh, new seats that are wider, so there's fewer of them. Oh, thank goodness. Ah. Yeah, so when I left, there was like 18,000 plus, and now it's like 17,000-ish. So it's, uh, you know, it's not that much easier, but it's a little easier to sell out. A little more legroom is a good thing. I know, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I can only do worse than I've done already. So, you know, it's like, ah, man. But no, I'm very excited. It's always great to see the hype. And the fact that we're like less than 2,000 out this far away from a Bison's game is almost unheard of. So it's kind of wonderful that, you know, we're really uh, close to to, uh, selling out. Listen, as a kid that's grown up, grown up in Western New York, going to these games, that's saying something that oh, this yeah. game is is so highly coveted. It's mm-hmm. the one on the email list where everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, we got to get our mini pass now!" <laughs> like, it's it's really awesome, to, yeah. You know, for Buffalo and for geeks everywhere, yeah. So I, I know they do this across really the nation, whether it's the NHL, MLB. I know this is a minor league baseball, but still, that's a major league ballpark. Yeah. Um, with Star Wars Night, for the fans who don't know, what is it? Okay. Uh, so Star Wars Night is one of the promotions that the Buffalo Bisons puts on. Um, it starts off with a traditional baseball game. However, we add a lot of atmosphere to it with uh, costumed characters that will be appearing from the time that the gates open throughout m- the majority of the game. And then we also have some fixtures for photo ops. We have a couple of photographic backgrounds that some of you guys saw at Nickel City Con. Um, we're going to have a couple of tables. We're going to have um, the Bison selling uh, laser swords, uh, air quotes, laser swords. <laughs> yeah, for. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like Star Wars? Yeah, no. yeah right. Get yeah. us, Disney. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's definitely not a lightsaber. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're over here on the safe side. It's okay. <laughs> Take that copyright. I, no. I think I have like six, six of those just oh, left sure. over. You know, yep. They just pile on every year. They do, yeah. But the nice thing about them is that that's part of the fundraising effort, which is the best thing about Star Wars Night, which I do think gets overlooked sometimes, is the fact that it is a charity fundraiser. We are raising money for uh, Compass House, which is a very important uh, charity and a very important service and location for Western New York. Um, it is for uh, teens and adolescents who are having trouble at home or on the street or what have you, and it kind of gets them off the street. They get a nice shelter, and a, not to use a politically charged word, but a safe space to go to and actually sure. you know, have a meal, have a roof over their heads at night and what have you. They can go there at 3 in the morning. They can go there on the weekend. They can go there whenever they need that time. So we love raising money for 
Compass House, and we usually do really well at Star Wars Night, which is wonderful. Um, but to round out uh, the event festivities, uh, <laughs> we have um, the costume characters that appear throughout the game, some promotions appearing throughout, and then during the game, between the innings, we have a few video episodes that start to tell a storyline. And then that storyline culminates at the end of the baseball game with a live lightsaber dueling stunt show, complete with uh, fireworks and... This year, well over 50 characters on the field live performing with fight choreography and um, a few more videos mixed in for good measure. So it's pretty awesome. Uh, Seth yeah. and, and Jamie and I got a little bit of a sneak peek at the, the ballpark this week mm -hmm. or this past week. And uh, I didn't know how much footage Seth was going to get. We thought maybe, you know, predominantly interviews and things of that nature. But he, uh, he really wanted to get in on uh, some of the action for the lightsaber fights, basically, mm -hmm. not give too much away, but like everyone runs out from home plate. And Seth, my sister and I, Jamie, we lost Seth. Like We were like, <laughs> where the hell did he go? And he's a little guy. But right, anyway, yeah. Um, all of a sudden, like I can't give you guys the image well enough. In my head, it's just hilarious. But we saw him kind of like running sideways across the field, and we just saw <laughs> glimpses of him around the diamond. And it's just really funny, because Seth is not... You know, not the most athletic guy, but right, it was right. just kind of... He's <laughs> tiny. <laughs> He's a teeny tiny geek. So yeah. he was running around, and he really got some good footage, though. So we did post a video um, that you can see at our YouTube, which is youtube.com slash thegeekiverse. But thank you guys for letting us be there. Of course. You it guys was... did a beautiful job with that video. It looked really oh, awesome, awesome today. So I, yeah, I saw oh, it. It was great. Thank you. All credit must go to Seth for that. He, he did a very good job, and uh, Jamie did a, a good interview. So <laughs> she she talked to Chris Salucki. Yes. He's, is he the founder of Northridge? He's one of the founders. He was our president for many years. He has stepped back due to some personal duties to the role of vice president now. Okay. Um, and you personally have talked to Anna Swanee as well yes. at Nickel City, and she is our current president. Um, they've both served various leadership positions, but Chris was one of the uh, few members that was at the core of the Northridge when it founded in 2002. So he's definitely one of the guys to talk to about the group's history and the foundation and what we stand for and what we do around town. And he also happens to be Darth Vader. So <laughs> yes. that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to yeah. brag or anything. But. I mean, you know, Darth Vader and I are kind of close. <laughs> one <laughs> hears things. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yes, you you look like you might be related to Mark Hamill. <laughs> well, thank you. That's I, I, the are idea. You sure you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so I have an idea. We need to do mock-ups of the Vanity Fair um, pictures. Oh yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Very good. Oh, very good. And you know, Anna does a very good General Leia. That she does. Uh, who I interviewed at Nickel City. So mm -hmm. good idea, Sammy B. That was great. Um, Anna, Anna and Chris were super welcoming and nice. Uh, I met Anna at Nickel City. Uh, Chris, we met on the mm -hmm. on last Wednesday at, at the ballpark. So uh, everyone is awesome. We also are good friends with Kevin Robinson. Oh, great. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kevin's wonderful. See him running around as Star-Lord sometimes at these conventions. Oh, yep, yeah. Yep. <laughs> we actually, not to give anything away, but it's a little Easter egg. There is a very brief Star-Lord cameo Stop in the videos. It. Yeah, oh. I'm not going to say where, but be on the lookout for Star-Lord somewhere among the ensemble during one of the video episodes of the storyline. Damn it, my eyes are going to be peeled. <laughs> my <laughs> favorite thing, Star Wars and Guardians. Um, Let's see if we get the hashtag where's Star-Lord trending on Twitter that night, all yes. right, guys? Yes! <laughs> you got it. You got it. That's going out immediately. Nice. Um, this year's, uh, the, it's the 10th anniversary. Yes. Which is huge for a number of reasons. Yeah. What year is this for you? Oh, I was there from the start. I took a few years start. off um, in between. I Well, the Northridge was approached to uh, do the 
the first event with the 501st and the Rebel Legions in 2008. And then we really, um, being local, kind of had an advantage of gathering more members and getting more costumes and getting more um, to do with the Bisons like during the season, you know, because we were local. We were able to do sure. that where a lot of 501st members might be coming up from other areas of town and, you know, not have like the, the home field advantage to use the sports <laughs> metaphor. Uh, so, exactly. yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's been growing with our group and we've been treated very well by Anthony Sprague, who is now the assistant general manager of the team. He was in the sales department when this started and he's actually stayed in Buffalo and is advancing very well in his career because he got the ball rolling with Star Wars Night and he's really been the one to kind of like give us the keys to the kingdom as it were and let us play around you know with all these beautiful resources that the the team can provide and he's been the one that believes in us and has been fostering it you know there really wouldn't be a Star Wars Night without him his story is crazy too by the way yeah I mean like you're a salesperson and now you're not just a part of the organization like you you're you're up there buddy (laughs) that's pretty incredible oh it's pretty wonderful yeah Yeah, and the cool thing this year is actually the first year his parents are coming to see the show awesome yeah they'll finally get to see his handiwork of uh you know the the madness that is star wars night so well it's a no-brainer oh Um, yeah have you guys been to star wars night just yet I am ashamed to say I haven't. That's okay. That's okay. I have not either. This is my first year. Every time there's a Star Wars night, I have to work. And this year, I'm pretty sure I am working. I'm either I'm working or I'm out of town. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) why? It's also earlier in in the, the summer this time. It's, it's, it's funny. We're actually back to our original spot when we first started gotcha. in 2008, nine. And so we were in early June um, and then it pushed to a little bit later in June a couple of times because they would like to do it when school's just getting out. Mm. That's the, the ideal time because, you know, you don't have to worry about the kids in classes anymore, but it's before summer vacation plans really kick in, you know, because yeah, they're sense. a very family oriented organization. They so really are. they really like to, um, you know, play to that mindset where people are going to be in town to help sell out the ballpark, and I'll appreciate that all day. But um, they really try to make sure to schedule it as best as they can. The last two or three years, though, it has been in July. A lot of that actually comes down to just the team schedule because it'll be, you know, when they have different promotions and events at the ballpark, pardon me, or when they have um, just other things going on with home stands or what have you and other promotions that they have to cater to because sure. it'll always be on a Saturday now because of all the prep that goes into it. You can't really do this on a weekday with the amount of stuff that needs to be done during the day leading up to Star Wars night. I mean, really, like, for us running this, we get there at 9 or 10 in the morning, and we don't leave until 11, well, one year, 11.30 midnight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our, the first year we ever did a live show after the game, we had three rain delays. I was going to say, yeah. yeah oh, so we didn't, go, we didn't go on the field until 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> but, but, that is still one of my favorite memories because the general manager came down and we had actually decided we were not going to perform the show, and we were all really sad. And in the dressing room, like, oh, oh my God, it's not going to happen. We can't do this. It's yeah. not safe, you know? Sure. So the general manager comes down, and uh, he's like, maybe like as far away from me as you are now. Mm-hmm. And he's looking me dead in the eye. He's like, listen, you guys got to go on. I have 13,000 people here, and they're not here for the baseball. <laughs> and when you yeah, have the no. general manager of the team <laughs> saying that. Well, like, damn it, you can't say no. I know. I'm like, I, I can't not. So we we, buck, we bucked up and we did it. And the grass was a little wet, but, you know, sure. nobody slipped. And we uh, we did a great show. It was very long, but it was uh, it was a good show. Listen, Jedi and Sith don't complain about conditions. That's right. You, you yeah. got to get out there, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Obi-Wan can fight on Geonosis, or not Geonosis, on Camino. You know, we're all right. You know. Amen to that. That's right. Um, so this year's. Uh, show is mm-hmm. called Convergence, which is an awesome title. Thank you. Um, what? So I was given a few spoilers that I will not share. Sure. 
Kevin. Uh, <laughs> Kevin! Kevin, oh, you're in trouble, Kevin. What can you share about the story or, or build for us sure. without being too spoilery? Uh, this year is very much Leia's year to shine, which, Yay. yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, part of it is, you know, not catering. I don't want to say that because there's a lot of really great female characters that have come through since Kathleen Kennedy has taken over Lucasfilm and Leia has been a very prominent character. We also have, you know, Ahsoka featured very prominently. Ray, Jin or so have very significant roles and duties within the show. So the females really get a time to shine this year. We also have Asajj Ventress, who's kicking around as one of the lieutenants for the, the bad guy team. And uh, as an old expanded so universe excited. throwback, yeah, we also have Amara Jade, who's there working oh. with oh. I know! Oh I can't wait! Get out of here. <laughs> but that's but not canon. No, I just kidding. sold two more tickets. <laughs> That's so not canon. There's a, I know, I know. Well, not, nothing none of, is, none of our shows canon. We actually... The Star Lord is walking around. I know, we got... I, yeah. Shush, I, know that yet. I can dream. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't said it's not canon right? yet. That's yes, right. I agree, 100%. That's yeah. true, that's true. The title is canon still, um, thankfully. Good I'm sorry, um, Next year, Mary Poppins out. is canon. <laughs> and, and Guardians. Guardians yeah. canon, yes. Mary Poppins, yes. Yeah. When E.T. is more canon than Mara Jane. In Star Wars, oh. what? Yeah. Oh, come on, ET's good people. Come on, but Mara, I know, she's the I best. know. So yeah, it's. <laughs> but I think you're right. The shows mm-hmm. kind of tend to be, and you would know better than anyone. That, sure, um, Star Wars topical. Yes, yeah. I'm. I'm really happy. Like the way things are, because um, the thing with it too, we started in 2011 having a storyline that's continued year to year to year. Because um, when I initially uh, did it, we did one show that was just a test, essentially. Uh, our first year that we were allowed to do like a whole post-game show that was just recreations of the film duels. And then the year following, they got their new HD video board and they wanted to show it off. So we started doing the storylines. And the storyline has kept going from 2011 through now. And I had to kind of like pick up the pieces of the storyline from last year and continue that forward with uh, all the stuff we're doing. And I'm really happy. Like we got to get a lot of stuff that's really relevant to Star Wars now in this year's show. Like, Leia's really prominent because, unfortunately, we lost Carrie Fisher. Sure. R2 actually has a pretty significant bit because we lost Kenny Baker. Makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of stuff um, that's very Rogue One relevant that I don't want to spoil too much, uh, the inclusion of Jin being part of that. But, um, yeah. Yep. I, I see that, that smirk oh, on your yeah. face, sir. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of, like, little things there. We have a lot of Rebels characters this year. Uh, we actually have a lot of characters. We have more characters from Rebels this year than we ever have before. That's so cool. You know, we have Captain Rex. We've got uh, Hera in that at some point. Awesome. Kanan, Ezra, uh, Ahsoka, Captain Rex. Like, the only woman I think we're missing is, like, Chopper and Zeb. That's oh. it. Not bad. Yeah, that's pretty Can't good. Can't complain uh, about that. That's a pretty <laughs> good uh, cosplay. And somebody's working on the the Zeb cosplay, so you know oh, we're that's uh, cool. we're getting there. Yeah, yeah. That is pretty awesome. Holy Next crap. year it'll be like you'll have the whole crew just in time for the show to be over. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Yeah. But how do you feel about that? By the way, Re- so Star Wars Rebels is ending after this coming this fourth season. season. Yeah, I am actually okay with it as Me long too. as it's Dave Filoni's decision to do it. You know. Um, yep. As long as he gets the choice to end the show and gets to end it his way, as mm-hmm. opposed to Clone Wars, which just kind of stopped. Fizzled out. Yeah. yeah that was terrible. But that I, got caught mm. up in the, the Disney acquisition a little bit. Oh, sure. Yeah. Do you it, think that Rebels will have the same or similar ending as Rogue One? 
I would love it actually if you saw part of the Battle of Scarif from Hera's point of view. Like that would be a really great way to end it. I don't think they're going to go that far, but it'd be really cool to see. So I had long predicted that this would go to season five. Because sure. Because then the timeline matches up to right, right to, before Rogue yeah. One. Yeah. Dave Filoni, and it's not to say they won't do like maybe flash forwards, which is a little bit odd, but right, um, right. he said at Star Wars Celebration that they're not going to end it with that battle and that was upsetting to me because mm-hmm. I thought that was the perfect way to take off and just kind of be connect the, all the dots yeah. together right right the happiest yeah. ending I, I think we could conjure up but who knows I you know I'm yeah. sure use the word happiest very loosely <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we'll see what what happens with that yeah I had also long heard a rumor that um this was kind of wrapping up so that they could move towards an animated series set between uh, Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, yes, which I'd please. be about because I mean we've got so much time to fill in there with the thirty years and whatnot. Yeah, now that they took all the books away. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really I'm not any- bitter at all. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's fine. No, it's cool. Mara. Yeah, my so, whole adolescence was reading those books, and now they don't matter anymore. So, all right, thanks. They still like they just they wiped still them away. That's right. The uh, so with with that time frame. I know a lot of the books that they have released mm-hmm. haven't really addressed too much of what's gone sure. on during that. I don't know what you've read. Um, I've read a fair amount, actually. Like, I've gone through a lot of the audiobooks for uh, the new canon, as it were. I took a while. Like, I needed some time to transition away uh, from the old expanded <laughs> you universe. Pull yourself together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, also, too, like, because I, right when, um, right when we were directing my last series of Star Wars Night shows was when, like, Legacy of the Force and Fate of the Jedi were coming out, the longer series. Oh, yeah. And you go through so many of those books and you just kind of need a reset, you know. And by that point, too, in the storyline, they were getting even farther than they are now in the timeline with uh, being away from the movies and focusing on the tertiary characters that were introduced in the expanded universe. You know, focusing on Jason and Jaina Solo and uh, the young Jedi Knights kids, which as a young Jedi Knights fan, I was loving. But, you know, it was getting hard where if you missed like one series of books... You knew nothing about what they were referring to. It got it so self-referential, you know? Like, yeah. like, I skipped the Swarm War trilogy where they have the insect villains for the three books or whatever, yeah. like, after New Jedi Order and before Legacy. And I'm like, there's so much that I missed, apparently, between yeah. those series. I was like, oh, this must be that thing I missed. And, like, you feel like an idiot then because... You know, you're trying to like stay invested in everything and you know 80% of the references, but that other 20 just frustrates you. I remember like going into Barnes and Noble and like there was just like all like a whole wall of just expanded universe Star Wars stuff. And I was like, damn, I have a long way to go. (laughs) (laughs) Where do I begin? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What I cannot think of it for the life of me, the Princess Leia focused book that came out this past year Bloodline. Bloodline. And. That one, I think, fills in some of the yes story a little bit because we get a little bit, not to get too spoilery, but we get um, Leia talking to Han mm-hmm. quite a bit still, so they're yeah, still in contact yeah. on like, what we see in episode seven. Um, it's incredible how that, that book ends mm-hmm. and truly, I think, in my opinion, is the beginning of, of Kylo Ren. Yes, uh, yeah. Which is, I don't want to get too spoilery. but No, of like, course, yeah. It's insane. It's yeah. mind-blowing how that all came together. Totally. I'd like to see more like that. And I'd like to know... Oh, Lindy's in the background. <laughs> I'd like to know what happens really with Luke and the training. And I think we'll get mm-hmm. that once 8 and 9 are out of the way. Yeah, I want to leave so. that open so we can see that on screen. Mm-hmm. I imagine there'll be a lot of like 
air quotes flashbacks in eight too from what i'm yes. hearing of rumors you know like whether they're proper flashbacks or whether they're like force vision flashbacks like something. that jedi temple we're seeing right. these trailers again yeah like we, we we have to get there and see what exactly went down the pertinent gaps are gonna get filled in but then after that yes please animated series all the way to fill in even more yes yeah i'm totally there totally what uh, so every year the bison's also in conjunction with you guys so lucasfilm has all the the say on this which yeah. is pretty awesome yeah yeah uh, uh, you guys do special logos for the jerseys that the Bisons wear? Yes. And yeah. the opposing team, I think. Not the opposing team. Okay. We do special jerseys for the home team. Gotcha. Um, which is, you know, the Bisons, so it works out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah it's all right. <laughs> They're fun. Uh, every year it's something different. You know, they don't just do the same stock, you know, image and what have you. Um, the nice thing with the Bisons is they've been doing it for so long and it's gotten such a great response from you know, the fans that Lucasfilm and minor league baseball uh, as a whole have given the team a little bit more carte blanche than most teams tend to. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's not to brag or anything like that. I mean, obviously, like, they have a couple of stock jerseys, like, here's a Chewbacca jersey, put your team logo here, and here's a, <laughs> right. you know. You guys get to kind of design the nitty-gritty of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Buffalo we have, get special treatment, man. We do. I mean, just because we've proven ourselves so, exactly. at this point. You know, you know they're going to sell well. They do auction off those jerseys at the end of the night for charity, which is great because that all goes to Compass House. And uh, it's a really good cause and a really fun, nerdy, and very unique item to have in your collection. So it's cool. I could not agree more. Exactly. Yeah, so I've got the Death Star themed one on. Uh, you're wearing the, the Jedi robe jersey. Yes. yes. Also a Death Star on it, which is great. Yeah. I love, I, I'm, I miss this logo because the, the Lucasfilm is not really kind of letting the team use this one anymore gotcha. as much, which is a shame, but uh, it's it, cool. One. I know, right? <laughs> instead, of, instead of the baseball on the Bison's logo, for those familiar, it's the Death Star. And instead That's of a so baseball cool. bat, Buster is holding a lightsaber. Are you so. sure it's a lightsaber? Is it not a, it's a laser sword? A laser sword. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> well, actually, it's a, Lucas. it's a Revenge of the Sith uh, theme lightsaber because it's got a point at the end, and that's the only movie that did that. <laughs> Snort. <laughs> Your nerd is showing. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what podcast is this? <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> you got us. Um, I I love them every year. I want to say. The one you're wearing, Brian, was probably my favorite. Do you have a favorite of all the ones that they've come out? Yeah, my well, uh, I have a favorite of the actual ones, and then I have a favorite that's a little separate. My favorite one is 2013's, which was the red one. That was also my last year directing before this one. Gotcha. And uh, it was all red with some black paneling and stripes and the Imperial cog on the back and oh, the yeah. sleeves. Oh, and just the fact that it had like the red and the black, which, I mean, red was the prominent uh, color that year because that's when the Bisons became the Blue Jays team. Yep. So they were adopting their new color scheme, and it fit the Bisons theme, it fit the Star Wars theme, and it's just all the bad guys and Imperials. And with the story that year, the bad guys had taken over the ballpark the year prior, so at the start of the game, they were under control of the bad guys, so mm -hmm. it worked so well for the story. It was just like, ah, it works on all levels. <laughs> and it's just pretty. It's just pretty. So that's my favorite. Um, when I retired from directing before as well, um, Anthony got me a very sweet gift of a regular Bison's jersey, but on the back, instead of a name of a player or my name, it says Skywalker. Oh my gosh. Ah, so, that's yeah. so cool. That will forever be my favorite Bison's jersey. Oh yeah. How could yeah. it not? Yeah. Oh man, that's a nice gift. I think the question definitely on everyone's mind, I know it's spoilery, but what happens to Buster and Chip? Do they make it out alive? <laughs> The Bison's mascots, if you guys didn't know. Yes, yeah. The they mascots. are a part of the story. Yes. Uh, that was actually, it, it started off having the characters interact <laughs> a lot with the mascots the first couple of years. 
for a lot of reasons, we're actually diminishing the roles of the mascots uh, this year. They actually don't really appear that much in the storyline this year. It's okay. Um, yeah, no, it's okay. It, it's hard for a show like that because when you put something like a giant running chicken wing next to <laughs> Darth Vader and Kylo Ren. Kind of take something away. Yeah, you automatically go campy, you know, and it's kind of hard to keep that, you know, um, level of gravitas if you want to get like Empire Strikes Back serious with a story. Uh, you really have to go like Phantom Menace whimsical more than anything else. So, which <laughs> is oh, yeah, whimsical now. <laughs> I'm being nice. <laughs> no, I, and that's not to bash anything with the mascots. And you know, we have yeah. the mascots pretty much every other year too, and it, it's yeah. fun and it keeps it lighthearted and it keeps it locally themed, which I think is a very important thing with this show. Is you know keeping the story like set at Coca Cola Field, keeping it like at least partially in Buffalo and featuring some local things because it draws the home team in. You know, the, the nice Western New York touch. Exactly. Yes. Exactly, you know, and it makes it unique to Buffalo. Like, this is a story that can only really be told here, and it's only going to make sense in this context. So it makes it much more special. It's it's always good. And they, yeah. they always have, I, I don't know if they do this, I don't think it's Star Wars Night, but a race between Celery, Blue Cheese, and the Wing. Most games, Celery yeah. never wins. And Celery's never won. What are we trying to teach the kids here? My God. <laughs> Thank you! Thank you! Vegetable list. Right. So, um, a very awesome uh, talk here about Star Wars Night. What is the hashtag for this? S N or S W N X? I always call it Swinix in yes. my head because it's just all the letters together, but it's S W N X for oh. Star Wars Night, Roman numeral 10. It's badass. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's a lot of anniversaries this year because it's the 40th anniversary of Star Wars, which we just celebrated. Yep. Yes. yep. The Bisons are on their 30th season as a franchise. That's correct. And Star Wars Night is in its 10th year. And also the Northridge is, it's our 15th anniversary. I did not so. know that about Northridge. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. So we got four anniversaries rolled into one little event, basically. It's so. crazy how yeah. that all lines up like that. It's so wild. So, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, again, June 3rd, that's this Saturday night. Um, this podcast is airing Thursday. We're recording it Tuesday, so we don't know if tickets will be available. But <laughs> if they are, um, they can get them right through buffalobisons.com. Yes. Um, and then some of the charities, or the the charity, excuse me, that you mentioned before, mm-hmm. if fans want to donate direct to that, mm-hmm. is that an option at the event, or does it have to be done online? There will be many opportunities at the event to donate to Compass House. And if you're coming, please toss a, a dollar in the bucket. A lot of the costume characters, probably myself included, will have a bucket of some sort to uh, collect donations, you know, in, in exchange for the photo op, but we're not going to hassle people for them. You know, sure, it's just sure. a, if you can give, please give. Yeah. Um, we are going to be having something that we didn't talk about yet is the life-size Jabba the Hutt. Oh, yes. <gasps> you mentioned what? this. Yes. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> Shock. Awe. Sam wants to go now. <laughs> oh, she's got to work. I'm quitting. Yeah. <laughs> I want, yeah, I definitely am going to get a picture with, with Java. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, we could just get one with Trevor. Am I right? But, uh, wow. Okay, if you don't know, Trevor is the would, skinniest kid in our Got group. it. Yeah. Okay. All right. See, if, All right. If There's he went, the joke. Brian's like, I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get this humor. <laughs> if Trevor was at Star Wars night, he would be the one chasing the chicken wing. <laughs> 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 no, Joe, it's real. I yeah. swear. <laughs> I think I've gotten good at impersonating. Yeah, Jones. right. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but in the Java photo um, aisle, we'll probably have our Northridge table set up and people can take donations there. The laser swords go to Compass House as well. 
um, which helps justify you know the price sure. of a laser sword and what have you, especially since you've racked up so many. And um, <laughs> you know, it gives you a reason to buy one every year because it's going yeah. for a good cause. You of know, course. all the proceeds for those are going straight to Compass House and the Jersey auction as well. Um, that gets a little pricier, so you'll have to have a little bit more bank uh, to do that. But um, all the players' jerseys come right off the players' back. They get autographed and then they get washed. Okay, thank no, you. No, 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 you know, if that's, if that's your thing. No, I'm kidding, kidding. Um, the dirtier, they, uh, the better. Yeah, right. No, they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll be sanitized in some very tasteful fashion and then auctioned off for charity as well. So all the money from that will also go to Compass House. So There was a... There actually every year, I swear, so in the major leagues, uh, when players get injured, they have to do rehab assignments in the minor mm-hmm. leagues. Yes. And... A few years ago, Jose Reyes played. I'm a huge. Yes. I was a huge Mets fan mm-hmm. when I was growing up, so that was really exciting. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's wearing a Buffalo Star Wars uniform. Yep, like amazing. Um, Bautista was was two years ago, which was another huge one for nice. for Toronto. So you know, I don't know who it'll be this year. Usually, you find out like the day of the game. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if for that little caveat, if you are going for the baseball game, there's usually a really big name there. So, yes, yeah, uh, it helps. It, it does help. Yeah. But uh, we'll wrap up segment one. Uh, in segment two, we are going to talk about the new photos <clears throat> that Vanity Fair released this past week on The Last Jedi. Um, and I've got a, f- a few other questions that I want to ask the gang as well. So uh, we'll be right back after these words. What's up, Geekiverse? Just want to remind you of all the social media that we have that you can use to interact with us. We've got Facebook. We've got Twitter. We've got Instagram. We've got Snapchat. Just search for the Geekiverse, the underscore Geekiverse. It's one of those two. It's pretty easy to find. And like us, subscribe to us, follow us, whatever you have to do to make sure you're getting constant updates from us. Be sure to share it with your friends, and we would greatly appreciate it because, you know, we're all about a family here. But let's get to the show. <laughs> Uncle <laughs> Owen. Ha! <laughs> Order 66. Oh, people oh. dying. Anyway, welcome back to Walking Carpet. Uh, yeah, so we had a very, very good discussion off air uh, about uh, the possibility of Star Wars funerals. And uh, I only wish that I were recording all of that and that Lauren also had a microphone. <laughs> because, damn it, those were great. Anyway, uh, you we'll know. just strive to do better. We'll strive to do better. Yeah. Uh, so we talked last segment about Star Wars Night this Saturday at the ballpark. Right now, we're going to just chat some Star Wars with our new friend, Brian, uh, from the North Ridge. Uh, the last Jedi photos from Vanity Fair were released this week. Uh, Annie Lebovitz, I always butcher that, uh, is the photographer, and she's done them ever since Phantom Menace for these. So we'll, we'll take a, a stroll through history there in just a second. But um, of the four basically magazine covers that they released. So we got Luke and Ray, uh, Phasma slash Kylo slash General Hux. Uh, and then we had one with Poe Finn and then Kelly Marie trans character. Lastly, uh, Leia Organa. What's your favorite one? Do I need to ask? No, no, you don't. <laughs> no. Um, Phasma. <laughs> no. Oh, just me. All right. <sighs> She was unmasked, right? I misread yes. the room. I misread the room. There. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. So going through these, Luke and Ray, I mean, no surprise there. That's kind of cool. I mean, you get to see a little bit of uh, Octo in the background there. Yeah. What did you guys think of that one? I love that one. That one is legitimately my favorite just because, you know, Luke's my boy. So You're you know. twin? Yeah. You know, I, 
you know, when you cosplay as a character, you get really attached to them. So it's uh, yes. hard not to detach from that with uh, the character investment. Gotta love it. Yeah. Um, ladies, with that one, anything stick out in particular to you? Um, I know it's kind of, I guess, it's not surprising in any way. But it's nice to see Luke and Ray together because they're going to be Master and Apprentice, yeah. right? I, I liked it that because all the other ones looked very similar where they were all in the same room. Mm-hmm. And that was nice because they were actually on, on location. the island. Yeah. yeah, St. Michael or whatever it is. Yes. Um, the Phasma uh, one in particular is notable for a few reasons. Phasma without a mask. Mm-hmm. So we haven't seen her on screen that way yet. Yep. And Sam is showing us those now. Um, Kylo's scar. So that's kind of been a... Uh, a topic here. Amanda's <laughs> rolling her eyes. Okay, what's on your mind here? I just, it really bothers me when something that physically happens to someone changes. Like his scar is across his face and now it's across his eye. Isn't that kind of incredible that they're doing that? Like, and thinking that they can get away with it. Like, I like they said they didn't want him to look goofy. Like some Ryan Johnson, basically. Yeah. So, man in charge mm-hmm. of episode eight was like, yeah, it, it looked goofy. I get it. Mm-hmm. Very a scar is a scar. A scar looks badass, I think. And I mean, I get it, but you just wish that someone would have had the foresight to just let's okay, do it across so his eye. Quick question. Right? Yep. Is he not going to be donning his Kylo Ren helmet? Like, is are we going to be seeing Adam he's Driver's supposedly face? Supposedly getting a new one. Okay, so why does it matter if he's going to be wearing a helmet? Because actors need be to emote. You need to see the face. Oh, my God. It's a big deal. Listen, this yeah. is Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I do get it's a big deal, but I'm just like, why do they care if it's goofy if, like, half the time he's oh, wearing a helmet? What you're saying. That's right. where I'm, I'm going with this. Okay. So the likelihood yeah. is that he'll probably have it off more often than having yes. it on. Am I the only one, though, who appreciates that somebody in the Skywalker family has a different facial look from first movie to second movie, just like in the original trilogy with Mark Hamill? What? Uh, what? Okay. Precedent. Yeah. It is a little bit of a throwback, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, so in, in an odd way but I mean Ryan Johnson wasn't around for episode 7 still the it, it is kind of amazing to me that they're switching up something so prominent my rationale for it whether it's right or wrong is that when we see that scar in episode 7 mm-hmm. maybe it's just miraculously so fresh that it's somehow you know his face I, I don't know is, is more swollen there like you see the burn marks and it's it's a lot thicker there whereas yeah. more so it's like a, a line almost now it was really dark on star killer base maybe we didn't see it properly yeah, sure right? sure so well, i think it's better to just not look at his face and just see a letter s carved into his <laughs> cheek and his forehead because it's kind of what it looks like in force awakens so yeah i'm okay with it because yeah. like you don't know how they graph the skin over in the galaxy far far away you're like oh they just pulled a lot more over maybe you know they address it Maybe they do. Maybe it's attacked by a wampa. It's actually really interesting that you brought it up, like like skin graphing and things. I feel like they would have had the technology to get rid of scars. They do give you like moving auto mail style. Yeah, like oh, but we can't fix that ugly, grotesque scar across your face. Sorry, bud. (laughs) 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 I do like, however, that it is reminiscent of Anakin's that you see in Episode Three. Yeah. Which is funny because I used to like, I was joking before about the pointed tip on the lightsaber. Yep. And I was like, when Revenge of the Sith first came out, I'm like, why do they do that? That's so stupid. And then I realized it's to justify the thin scar on the face. Mm-hmm. That's why he doesn't have like, you know, a no more skull. It's just, oh, it's for badass scars. Okay. Exactly. I get it now. I'm okay with this choice. <laughs> What's great is they also addressed in the no longer canon. Yeah. Expanded universe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very sorry, Brian. They uh, addressed why that scar was there. I yeah. cannot remember yeah. the book at all. I, I can think picture it, it. 
I believe actually it was the the Clone Wars micro series, the Jenny Tartakovsky one before. Is the, it really? Yeah, because that scar, I believe, or maybe it was in. Uh, was in a book for Jedi Trial? Actually, I yeah. think you were talking about. But it's when uh, Anakin has fought Asajj Ventress. Yes. Yeah, because it's from that duel, and they kind of kept that justified throughout Clone Wars, the proper series, and then like, oh well, the reason he got it is no longer canon. <laughs> Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> What's funny is that Clone Wars series was always like on the, the edge anyway. Yeah. And yeah. Can we talk about how great that was? By oh, the way, so good. Like, did you guys see that mini Clone Wars series at all? I'm gonna be completely honest with Sam. you. I hated the animation. Me too. Thank you. Okay. No, 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 I'm not I, sure. I hated. Are it. Are we talking about the same thing? The micro series, like the two or three not minute shorts, the, the two D animation. Oh, okay. No, the five okay. seasons. I saw that. I didn't like the animation for the. That's fair. Oh, like two part. Okay, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did. I, I also it. had that same problem with Rebels, though, too. Like, I hated the animation in the beginning, but sure. the story just overpowered it, and I was able to let it go. Totally. I like the Rebels animation so much better than Clone Wars. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. If, I don't know. It just seems more crisp to me, if you will. Like, some of the characters in Clone Wars, I know they're they're trying to set, like, a distinct style, but they're mm. not, like... They're very, like, boxy. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. Just, I was know. only okay with it because they said, like, right before the show came out that they based the design off, like, the Thunderbirds... And I'm like, okay, well, at least they made a choice. It's not the choice I would have made, but, but at least it's, it. but it was it's a choice something. nonetheless. Right. They doubled down on it. I'm like, okay, this, okay, I get where they're going for. I'm just going to overlook it. It's going to be cool. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now, with uh, getting back to the covers here a little bit. Mm-hmm, sorry, um, yes. No, no, it's not your fault. Trust me. Okay. We are a tangent group, so it's okay. Oh, good. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Where's you been all my life? Cosine group. <laughs> I'm full circle already twice. <laughs> um, with the. Finn cover, I think, uh, so it's Finn, Poe, and then Kelly Marie Tran. Nothing terribly significant about that, except mm-hmm. we do see Finn upright and walking, yeah. standing. And uh, We did get Rose's last name with this, though, too, because they didn't release that during Celebration. Very true. Yeah. Do you think that she is the love interest that is rumored to be her and Finn? That'd be sweet. It would be That'd sweet. That'd be sweet. She's kind of yeah. like in the room, it seems like, yeah. or the area that Finn's recuperating in. I, I hope so. That'd be really cool, actually. I think it'd be a fun yeah. little side story. But she seems like a prominent character if she's on one of these covers. Yeah. She yeah. has to be. Mm-hmm. Like, no chance she's not. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm all about that. Um, and then getting to the one, well, the three of us, it was our favorite. Not Brian's, but uh, oh. Leia Organa. It's a good homage, though. Like, it's a really <laughs> good, like, yes. I. It's a beautiful cover. It's beautiful. It is it's beautiful. Oh, my perfect. gosh. Yeah. She yeah. Looks perfect. She looks fantastic. She She's is. She's so regal. Mm-hmm. Regal's a good word for it. Stunning. I'm only character biased, but uh, it was beautiful. <laughs> I'm just busting your chops. Yeah. No, it's cool. She's, it's cool. Um, those robes, by the way, like, a little bit darker. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the brownish hue in, in certain areas. Like, I, I wonder mm-hmm. if that plays into something greater than her being a general. A well, she could be in mourning. Yeah, true. Very true. Very because true. Han's mm-hmm. funeral is supposed to happen in this film. Oh. Yes. <sighs> this whole thing just makes me sad. It's so sad. <laughs> Um, with the past uh, Vanity Fair magazine covers, this is kind of a, a tradition in Star Wars history now, um, starting with The Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember who was on the cover? I did not until I looked it up. It was, because I think I just... You I may was, have just seen it. I, I might have just scrolled through it. Was it Qui-Gon and Jar Jar and Jar Jar? So Qui-Gon Jinn. Yes. Padme. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
Jar Jar Binks. He really yeah. was. Oh and they were in the desert, right? Yeah, it was yeah. a Tatooine yeah. set. Yeah. And wasn't Jar Jar with the part like you had to like fold out or something? Or yes. Right? Imagine then, that. So if you want to, you can remove it. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. They were on the This was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Now I can frame it. Aww. And then you see he was the Ahmed best. Okay, listen. <laughs> Like Ahmed, he, <laughs> he seems like what a what a good sport, you know. Like, no, he's him, great. He, he seems he's, like a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you do fold that out, I think Lucas was in there, mm-hmm. and then like three PO from you know oh, the, yeah, the wiry yeah, yeah, version yeah. of three PO. Mm-hmm. I have to ask you while we have you: Do you subscribe to the Jar Jar Binks Sith theory? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Ooh, <laughs> that. <laughs> That was Lauren in the background saying she can't be a part of Northridge. I'm sorry, it's such a big loss. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, I just had to take a sass break there. Right. <laughs> well, guess what, guys? It, I'm finding out that I can either do the red dress or nothing as for my costume designer. Cool. So not Padme, but Queen. That's still okay. Padme. Yeah, that's still, still Padme. That would be harder, I think. Interesting. It's Queen Amidala. Lauren is <laughs> contemplating <laughs> future cosplays. So. Jar Jar Binks. Don't Sith give theory. in to the terrorists. Don't let them win. <laughs> um, okay, well, because we were talking a bit about like the books they put out since the reboot of the canon. Mm-hmm. Have either of you, have any of you guys read like the Aftermath trilogy yet or anything like that? I have not, but I know like the rumor that's going around, or maybe it's not a rumor about what happened to Jar Jar. It's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the so, way like they spun it in like the the news cycles, it's like it makes it sound way worse than it was. Yeah, and it, it sounded terrible, and I don't really love that still. No. but like. The scene that they actually show Jar Jar in is kind of beautiful. Like, he's comforting an, a war orphan as this, like, clown role. So it's like a... Uh, oh, it still kind of breaks my heart. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. No matter how much, like, crap people gave Jar Jar, like, for his character to, like... Actually, it, it's kind of fitting in a little, a little way, like, in, like, a like a sad way. Yeah. But, like, you know, but I was like, oh, Jar Jar. I, I was so <laughs> upset that they addressed that in aftermath because yeah. what the hell let us speculate because that was like the greatest mm-hmm. one of my favorite star wars theories ever yeah and it made and, perfect sense too yes. if you would watch the prequels you were like yes <laughs> yes <laughs> you know that when chuck wendig went to write this third novel in that series they were like hey man we've got to address that jar jar stuff and get it under control Can you throw in a scene somewhere right right like oh man i, I think it would have been fun to always kind of wonder about that do you yeah. want to talk about what actually happened to jar jar for those who probably don't know i think that'd be better for sure Ryan to do. Ryan. yeah all right so the quick version is basically after his time uh in the galactic senate uh once the empire forms uh there is a time when jar jar gets more or less shunned from both the senate and from the gungans so he is as we see him in the beginning of the phantom menace in exile on naboo uh, Naboo at the time of the Aftermath Trilogy, which is within the year after Return of the Jedi, leading up to and including the Battle of Jakku, which you see the remnants of in The Force Awakens, you um, see Jar Jar uh, on Naboo while that planet is becoming like a safe haven for war orphans. So there's a lot of orphans that you see in the first two books that get kind of transported eventually to Naboo uh, so they can live out their life. And they're scarred and they're... Um, you know, beaten up and really kind of going through PTSD and what have you. But you see one of the kids and he's got, you know, like like 
skin grafts again. Mm-hmm. Keep the theme of skin grafts going on this episode. <laughs> Let's keep it going. The unexpected themes you find in a podcast. That's <laughs> um, the Geekiverse. You know, yeah. Um, you see this horribly, you know, war-torn child um, going through the forest and getting scared by a creature, and then you discover that it's Jar Jar. And Jar Jar is basically revered as a clown at this point. He's a street performer because mm-hmm. that's all he can do and that's all he's good at at this point when you take away all of the diplomacy and all of the you know, Senate and being shunned away from the Gungan people and not looked at as the good things that he actually contributed to in the prequel trilogy. Um, and you just look at the bad. But he's embraced that and he has tried very hard to comfort these children uh, at a you know terrible time in their lives. And I think that's actually very sweet for... A very horrible treatment of a character. You know, they did the best they could within that spectrum. The way I look at it is it was almost like a, a respectful thing to do to George Lucas to be like, listen, yeah. it's, it's kind of been a, the butt of every joke since the prequels aired yeah. for the first time. And, you know, let's let's give this character a meaningful ending and not totally. be so much of a joke, which, you know, <laughs> it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, very, very interesting that that happened. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, that was the Phantom Menace. Uh, anyway, the uh, Attack of the Clones cover featured Anakin and Padme on Naboo. Mm-hmm. Like in that scene with the terrible CGI where Anakin jumps on the back of that creature. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the then field. falls off, and he falls yeah. off, and she's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Let's, let's roll in the grass together. Yeah, let's roll, and then we'll laugh. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, the acting is so painful. Yeah. yeah. I think the directing was what was painful. The writing was painful. It was all painful. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I hate your politics, Anakin, but there's grass. Yes. Yeah. Love. The sand is so coarse, but your skin is so smooth. <laughs> this grass reminds me nothing of sand. Take me now. Yeah. I what hate they... it and it gets everywhere. Oh. I'll what get you they... everywhere, Padme. Oh, dear. Sorry. I probably went too far there. What's great is if he would have touched her back. And then just been like, I said too much. and just runs away awkwardly. <laughs> that would have been a better ending. Then he would have been Kylo Ren. <laughs> no, then he would have been the emo Kylo Ren Twitter account. Yeah, that's one of my favorite follows. It's so good. Aww. Oh my gosh, emo Kylo Ren. It's so spot on. I've seen some of those. Uh, Depressed Darth is also a good follow. Uh, yep. mm-hmm. But there's uh, like a, a fake Facebook post where Han and Leia are flirting and then Ben is like stop talking like that and it's just it's <laughs> no I haven't seen that and then Chewbacca weighs in and it's just like ah Ben's like no you shut up it's just it's fantastic <laughs> it's it's on uh, depressed earth he posts it every once in a while oh that's awesome uh Revenge of the Sith had a pretty extensive cover uh, we had Anakin Obi-Wan Padme mm-hmm. Darth Vader Yoda in CG, uh, R2-D2 and Lucas. So Anakin's on, on it twice. Anakin's on it twice. Oh, man. And Anakin's the like Spider-Man homecoming of the Vanity Fair covers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he very much is. To be relevant to this exact week. I mean, Annie took the pictures, but they were not designed by her, clearly. Right. <laughs> so She's happened. probably like, I hate my life right now. <laughs> so what are you doing, George? <laughs> um, and then we had Force Awakens, which I... I love that cover because that was mm-hmm. like, hey, throwback, yet yep. we're moving on here. So we had Han, we had Chewbacca, mm-hmm. BB-8, Ray, and Finn on that one, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of gave credence to the movie in 
in some respect. Yeah, and that was in the Falcon cockpit, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I freaked out in the airport when I saw it, and I bought it right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've never bought a magazine in my life. So. I, I do also own that one. You should have, like, right in front of the person, like, just, like, tore off the cover and was like, you can keep the rest. Like, <laughs> hey, thanks, bye. Yeah. <laughs> With, uh, there's, there's been some news floating around also uh, this week, uh, or actually in the past few weeks, I should say. Mm-hmm. IO9 weighed in a little bit. That episode eight is going to tease the biggest reveal in Star Wars history. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where you go with that because how can anything possibly be bigger than, spoiler alert, yeah. Darth Vader? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. How? Like, there's no no way. So I have a, a few theories on where they may go with it. But mm-hmm. wh- what do you guys think that possibly could mean? Biggest reveal in Star Wars history? Who Snoke is, maybe? Okay. Mm-hmm. Or Ray's lineage. So Ray's lineage is, an, I think, an obvious choice. One. Yeah. But I yeah. feel like that still is, I mean... I don't think that's happened as, until episode yeah. nine. I, I think, think they're going to make we, us hold on a few more I hope years. we never See, find no, out. I feel like it would be fitting for episode eight, because in episode five, you find out that, you know, about Vader, and then... They're symmetrical. I mean, yes. They, right? Yeah, that's, like, mm-hmm. These trilogies are going to mirror each other a little yeah, bit, it sounds yeah. like. Right. So, so, I don't know. I don't know, but I feel like... It just doesn't have the same weight as it does because it's already been done before. You know, yeah. if they and do you're it already that like way. expecting something like you're gonna have this big drop of oh my gosh, who is the dad? see? Who's and I think mom? they already ruined it by already hinting that it was the biggest reveal. Like the whole point of episode five was that no one knew mm-hmm. about Vader. No I mean, one. The cast members. By exactly. The way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like they didn't know until the day of when yes. they were filming right. that that's what he was gonna say. George Lucas knew. James Earl Jones knew. Mark Hamill knew. That was it. That was yep. it. Yeah. That's insane. And mm. so I feel like th- that person just putting in the timbit just loses some oomph. It cheapens it. Yeah, yeah. I, absolutely. So for what it's worth, Mark Hamill also tweeted, or maybe it was an interview, but he definitely talked about it on Twitter as well, mm-hmm. uh, before Force Awakens, that um, there was a Darth Vader-like reveal in force awakens which i thought okay obvious like yeah yeah Kylo ren you know he's the he's the masked guy here he's, he's got to be related to somebody which i thought was still even though you can kind of narrow it down to who you think it might be despite star wars being so broad i think it was still pretty stunning it was like oh my gosh he's on solo's kid and then you don't necessarily know right away also that it's leia i still hate but his the, name the i they, still hate that his name is ben me too that rubs me the wrong way because Luke should have named his son Ben if he had a kid, but they made him a dirty her- hermit. A dirty hermit. <laughs> hermit. <laughs> In the EU, Luke's son's name was Ben. Ben Skywalker. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and that's why I was so mad. I'm like, since when did they have like this whole thing with Obi-Wan well, and named him like, Ben? He, like the minute that like Han and Leia met him, he died mm-hmm. and not Leia even, knew him as Obi-Wan. Not even. So. They didn't even, they didn't even yeah, meet Obi-Wan for a lot longer though. Leia would have known him since she was But she a wouldn't child. have known that his name was Ben. Yeah. No, no, she are you sure about that? Obi-Wan. Yeah. Her yeah, because she... She says, hope me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Kenobi you're, you're my, my only hope. hope. Sure, but... Yeah. Her, the only person who knows... Like BFFs with him. And he would have called during him the Clone Obi-Wan. Wars. She wasn't alive during the Clone Wars. I, I think there's no way she didn't know. But I, I see. Me. I don't feel like... Um, what's his face? Her father. Bale. Bale. Organa would have been like, yeah, Ben Kenobi. He would have been like, hey, Obi-Wan, we go back a long way. I don't know. Yeah, no, mm. I just I think Princess Leia is bigger than all that, and I think she knows what's going on. It makes me so, so mad. <laughs> I loved it, and I love the way they revealed it. Of course, I was you like, did. Oh, I did. was so upset, and this is yeah, my biggest would. complaint that my husband and I had was that 
we wanted him to keep his freaking mask on until Han Solo says, I want to see the face of my son. You're like, right. perfect. I'm going to see your face. But instead, like you showed it to us 40 minutes before when you're talking with Ray. I didn't mind that either. I, uh, I hated it because I'm like, kind of look derpy. <laughs> you're not scary anymore. Now I know what's under that mask. Wasn't that right. the point that this is a kid who's not in charge? But he is in charge. A- up oh. to that point, yeah. That actually was the initial idea, but J.J. Abrams didn't trust Daisy Ridley to work off of the mask. So she oh, he chose to JJ. have the mask come off so they could work face-to-face. The actor's emoting, if you will. I don't think there's any way that scene is nearly as intense if he has that mask on. I agree. Because he's showing the struggle that he thinks he's awesome. Yeah. But she's, like, immediately superior. Because okay, so yeah, that's okay, when he I cracks. That. Yeah. I think I think that works really well the way it is. That's I actually really like that choice. Okay, whatever, oh, you guys. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I've made a mistake. Right. Like, you get past, like, the emo memes and the tantrum memes sure. and what have you, but you up to that point in the movie, all you see is this guy either killing people or destroying things, which, you know, is, like, a less... Refined Wait, version of Vader. So, basically. He was so badass in the beginning when he yes, holds he the, like, blaster. the blaster, right? And he's holding there. He's like going about his business. And you forget that it's even still there until it shoots away. Yep, yeah, yep. And that I was, was so like, cool. I was like, oh. and then Daisy Ridley can like just stop him from like reading her mind, and you're like, what, what can she do? Sure. I, yeah. I think once eight and nine are out, hopefully the, that'll probably make a lot more sense. Yeah. Like, once we know Ray's like origin for real, it'll probably make a lot more sense. I hope. I, I hope know. she wasn't conceived by the force. <laughs> it's midichlorians. It's definitely midichlorians. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well. Oh god. Yeah. Oh. So weird. I still remember when that when that scene because you were talking about like the reveal of the name in the movie theater the first time watching Force Awakens in the movie theater like premiere night and I'm sitting there and I'm watching like Kylo Ren on the on the platform and you got Han walking up and you just see that tension growing and you're like he's gonna say the name. He's going to say the name. And there's a little voice in the back of my head. Please say Jason. Please say Jason. Me too. Please say Jason. Ben! <laughs> and my brain's like, what the, what? What's going on? And then the it person. It blew my mind. And then the person behind I, me, I won't name names. The person behind me is like, Ben Solo. Like piecing it together out loud in the theater. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> that That is the moment that's burned into my brain forever. Okay. <laughs> At least they weren't like, Ben Skywalker. Right? <laughs> Should have been, should have been, should have been. <laughs> should have been. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, it's going to be one of my favorite sound clips. The waves just go, whoa. I would have loved it better if like Han had been like a dad and be like, Benjamin. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what, dad? <laughs> you get me, dad. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> Um, speaking of theories, by yeah. the way, while I've got you here. <laughs> sure. So, Going off of tangents. Do you subscribe to the theory that was proposed that uh, he's a double agent? Kylo Ren is a double agent. I kind of love that theory. Me too. Wow. Okay. You don't know this theory? I don't. <gasps> oh my gosh. Theory. All right. Wow. I feel good. All right. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I feel so much better about myself right now. Um, essentially, in, in a nutshell, that, that Ben decides really through some means that the dark side really can only be defeated through from within which is actually sure. taking from the expanded universe yeah which yeah. is what happened from dark to- empire and from jason solo and yeah. if you exactly. um if yeah. you take the what- solo's children yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay All and right. if you take him looking at vader's helmet and he's like i'm going to Finish what you do started mm-hmm. and it's like what did he but really he was supposed to bring balance and you know yeah yes 
That so, would be interesting. In essence, he's asking his grandfather, listen, how did you get out of this? Kind right, of thing. right. Not so much the Darth Vader that we think he's talking to. And then um, the scene with him on the bridge with Han is a little bit telling, too. And I totally buy it when I look at it this way and kind of listening to this theory and then watching the movie blows my mind that when he says to Han kind of like that he's struggling. Right. And will you help me? That's his dad saying, I know what you've got to do. And yep, do what you got to do so that you can finish this. So good. So good. It's so much more meaningful. It It holds a ton of weight because when that happened in the theaters, I was like, you're... I hate you. Like, You're a terrible like, person. I, yep. I immediately was like, I don't feel any sympathy for him. <laughs> I felt sympathy for Anakin in the prequels because I'm like, this is this tormented guy who just is, there's a lot going on. Yeah, With him, yeah. I was like, no, you're just a jerk. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. Just well, that's his dad. choice. He makes, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which yeah. I understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Broader meeting, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah uh, we'll send you some links. Uh, I wish I, there was a visual component of the podcast just to see the piff clouds right? coming off the skull oh, right now. I, uh, when I when oh, I, I heard it. about that double agent, I was like, because my um my cousin told me this because like it was like a couple days after the movie came out, and like yeah. she was still super upset about Han, and she was like, I have to show you this, and it was probably something she had found on Reddit, mm-hmm. and she like sent it to me, and I was like, Oh my gosh. I was like, that's so beautiful. I was thinking <laughs> from a dad, like who took his kids to the theater, and I think this was his first Star Wars film. So looking at it from a different perspective, sure. knowing kind of just the baseline, because <laughs> we're so ingrained, right? Like yeah, we, yeah. we see it how we think it's meant to be portrayed. Mm-hmm. This guy's got an outside view at it, and is like, no, no. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah. This is what you're all missing, Star Wars fans. So why is everyone so upset? I don't get it. <laughs> just being a good dad. Yeah. yeah. Who the, the heck is guy. this guy? Yeah. Just look at your kids. Don't you try this on daddy, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Ford is great. Yeah. <laughs> the old guy walked down a ramp without a, a handrail. I mean, come on. <laughs> he deserved that. Harrison Ford should know better. It's like the family guy Star Wars. You know he's gonna <laughs> stick the landing, get guys. A railing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotta love it. <laughs> mm. the, um, this is breaking all of OSHA's rules, guys. Yeah, right? OSHA's shutting us down. We need railings. <laughs> uh, yes, we do. So with that being said, uh, the only other thing that I can think of in terms of what would make this the biggest reveal mm-hmm. is that there's something that we don't know about Luke. And obviously yeah. there's 30 years to fill in there. 31 now. Yeah. Ish. Or that um, there would be something with Leia and her sure. actually maybe possibly using her force sensitivity, but I don't know. I would like if they did that. Me too. It'd yeah. Be a nice send off. Yeah. I mean, they barely, they, they only touched on it even in the EU whenever it was convenient for Leia to have force powers. It went yeah. back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes she was a Jedi. Sometimes she was how we see her now. Where she was like, like, I don't want to do that. She was like Homer Simpson jumping the US Australian border <laughs> at the embassy, you know? <laughs> Jedi, politician, Jedi, politician, <laughs> Jedi, politician, punch. Basically. Basically yeah. yeah. Way to describe it. Yeah, yeah. So now here's my question for you guys, because you, um, you know, Sith powers run; they're very emotional. Like if mm-hmm. something bad happens with Leia oh mourning Han's death, I know where you're going could this. that? I don't want to say like I don't want like wreak havoc on her, but she could lose that control that she has over it. Because I'm assuming that's what she's been doing this entire time. If she's Luke's twin and she has Force sensitivity, that she's been. Uh, hiding it like or it. yeah like yeah. controlling it and like mm-hmm. could this like realizing that oh well i sent my husband to do what i should have done mm. so 
you know that so when Vader like gets off the table basically in episode three. Yeah. And he's just throwing that tantrum basically. Yeah. Piper says, P- no. Yeah. yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> I can kind of say it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> just like him. It's Sam like Earl Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I can kind of see something not quite as intense, but happening like that with Leia after Han's funeral. Maybe she's alone and she mm-hmm. just, the emotions overtake her. That wouldn't necessarily be the biggest reveal in Star Wars history, but no. like, I wonder, that's very intriguing. So yeah, you're saying maybe yeah. her emotions take over, Sam. Yeah. Or something the only thing along those is, lines. We're not going to get her in episode nine. So I wonder where that arc was going to take us and how it changed. If it <gasps> Do you think they'll ever tell us? We'll never know. Because then oh, they say on. that like nine no, we'll... was supposed to be Carrie's. Totally. Because episode. episode seven was. Han yeah, that's Solo. what that's what her brother said, right? She I read was, something. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. He also said that she was going to be in episode nine. And then Kathleen Kennedy, like a week later, was like, Actually. he was he misunderstood. He's, and she's like, Carrie will not be in episode nine yeah right, shape right. or form they're not gonna do what they did in rogue one anything yeah. like that well i think um, he just said they were giving them permission to do it and they just chose not to do it gotcha i think maybe that's from, at happened. least from some of the phrasing yeah. that i remember it's like you can if you want to peace out we're not doing that yeah, yeah. that's a little too touchy i think yeah, yeah. slightly yeah. insensitive to be yeah. like she just died but we're gonna cgi her face on someone i feel bad for colin trevorrow having to kind of pick up the pieces you know can you imagine him that. just be like yeah like yeah what do you do where do we go yeah. yeah, I mean, a good thing is Ryan Johnson will still be a big part of that, so I, sure. You know, I'm, I'm sure that'll, that'll help production a little bit. But yeah, I mean, that that's going to be very interesting to see play out what really happens there. Yeah. <sighs> Man, that's just that's so sad. Yeah. Um. So in kind of wrapping up segment two here, any other thoughts on what this this could mean for the biggest reveal? Like anything that we haven't touched on at all? Did you guys hear the thing where they said that Snoke is Mace Windu? Yeah. I did see yeah. that. We talked about it on yeah. Walking Carpet, yeah. and yeah. I don't think that's oh, I, I don't to believe a good it. theory. Yeah. My favorite Snoke theory is still the stormtrooper who bumps his head on the, <laughs> the door from New Hope. <laughs> that's a new one. I did yeah. not hear that Because they go like, like oh, here's this shot of a stormtrooper whacking his skull, and then they go to the skull of Snoke, and it's like, here's a scar. How did it get there? <laughs> I think not. Yeah. Mine is connected. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, Do you think Snoke's a new character, or do you think he's someone important? Because if it that could be the biggest reveal right there, I think Snoke is probably a new character, but I would not be surprised. There's a couple things the books have been pushing with uh, aftermath and with the new Thrawn book that Timothy Zahn just put out uh, a month or two ago that kind of have like the unknown regions becoming more prominent than they were in a lot of the earlier expanded universe stuff. They're expanding, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Well, because the unknown regions get explored a lot in like New Jedi Order, which is around the time period yep. that the sequel trilogy now is. So. If they go that route, it'd be kind of interesting, and there's a precedent for it. I don't think we're getting like the Yuuzhan Vong necessarily, but oh, that'd be crazy. It'd be insane. It'd be cool, but it'd be insane. Lots of but CG. I think something from the unknown regions is probably not out of the question. Hmm. What if Snoke is one of the Trade Federation? Oh. <laughs> I was giggling thinking about that. Take I was him away. Take him away. Shoot her or something. <laughs> This is impossible. <laughs> How do I take over the galaxy? <laughs> Trade embargoes. That's right. Oh I'm going to put ships over every planet, just like Naboo. Oh, yeah. I think you got nailed it. Nailed That's right. It the head. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> that was not one I've heard yet. <laughs> but I'll waiting. go home. I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> She's only been having coffee. <laughs> 
I uh, I kind of think uh, if Snoke is not a new character, that he, I mean, it, there's a lot more to it, and you need to read up if, if that's the case, but I think he has uh, something to do with a, uh, a kind of like a force ghost slash mm-hmm. uh, reemergence of either Vader or Palpatine in a way, or Anakin, mm-hmm. sure. depending on how you look at it, because yeah. uh, I can kind of see that being the, the shriveled old man, and... In the EU, Palpatine did come back numerous times. He did. In different yeah. bodies. Yep. Dark Empire trilogy. Oh, man. And he knows a lot about Luke, which is interesting. So why would Snoke know so much? Who knows? Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Because they've really, like, sh- like, especially in Bloodline, they shy away from Luke being a public figure in this new timeline post-Return of the Jedi. They're kind of like, yeah, he blew up the Death Star, but what has he done for the galaxy lately? <laughs> you know? It's been two weeks. Yeah. I mean, granted, that's politicians saying that, but still... Yeah, he went incognito. Yeah, I'm but, getting out of this shit now. All right. I think it's funny though that like you think that Kylo is like the most evil character besides like Snoke, but it, mm. General Hux is. He is sick and twisted. Oh, yeah. he's dying in this one. Oh, I can't totally wait. Dying. Oh gosh, I think Kylo Ren's gonna kill him. Oh, I'm gonna take a shot when he dies. I'm gonna be so happy. <laughs> but he gives be... really, really good dictate. Oh, yeah. speeches. Oh, he does. Oh, I feel like he's yeah. like spitting on me while I'm watching his speeches. Yeah. <laughs> Percy Weasley. I don't know what man. happened. All of a sudden, my left <laughs> hand was happened? in the air, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like this guy is gonna do like an Order sixty six or something. Yeah. He wishes. Yeah. Mm. Or an Uncle Owen. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, yeah! Oh! Circle, mother. <laughs> I don't really want to say it because I don't want to beep it out later. That was our Pee Wee's Playhouse word of the day moment for all the <laughs> 80s kids in the audience. You just said the magic word. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Owen! Oh! Ding, ding! You I can't believe food. you said it! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, yeah, wrapping up segment two, we want to hear your thoughts on that. <laughs> Leaving off on a high note, uh, a lot of theories here. What do you think is a possibility for the quote-unquote biggest reveal in Star Wars history? Uh, get a hold of us on social media and let us know or tell us in the comments below. Uh, we'll be back with one more segment, and uh, Brian and Amanda are playing 20 questions for the first time. Sam's a vet. Ooh, this is exciting. Very exciting. We'll be right back after these words. What's up, geeks? Just want to remind you of our fantastic YouTube channel. Next time you go to the Geekiverse on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. That way you don't have to search or hunt or find or look for anything that is our great content. Then it'll go right into your YouTube feed and then boom, you know what's happening when it comes to the Geekiverse. Then share it with your friends. We want other people to join in and tell us if you don't like it. We don't care. We're just having fun. We want you to have fun with us. Be sure to subscribe, share, favorite, like, thumbs up, thumbs down, up, down, left, right. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. So let's get to the show. Geekiverse YouTube. Do it. Welcome back to Walking Carpet. So we figured out during the break that uh, Sabretooth from the Buffalo Sabres is Snoke. Uh, you know, totally. Com- comment if you will. And uh, yeah. Common so, knowledge. Common <laughs> knowledge. If you didn't know it, you are out of the loop. So uh, I'm Josiah with Sam and Amanda and our special guest, Brian, uh, from the North Ridge. So we're going to play 20 questions. Ooh. Call it a Star Wars game. Oh. And anyway, uh, so you guys are new to it. Sam is a veteran of many, many of these. Uh, anyway, if basically I'm going to think of a, a Star Wars character, place, you or are thing. all just Padawan. 
I am the Jedi Master. I'm sorry, I didn't grow my braid in time for the game. Listen, right. it's true. Sam has been through a lot of these. <laughs> I had a clip on one. somewhere in the 90s. I'm sorry, I'll have to find that somewhere. And a rat tail. There That's you go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> on the side, it was a nice, respectable Jedi tradition, sir. <laughs> it was on the side. That's right. It makes it acceptable. It's my side braid. Yeah. <laughs> Not my real braid, my side braid. <laughs> Don't let your real braid know about your side braid. <laughs> I'm a person, and I have a real brain, and my name is Anakin. <laughs> and I don't like sand. <laughs> That's from the extended cut that was never right. released from yeah. uh, TPM. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I, I have a, a character, person, place, or thing in my head, and basically you have 20 yes or no questions to get it. I think our record is five now. Uh, they got wow. it pretty low. Uh, but anyway... Um, if for some reason there's a question that's on the border of being a definite yes or no, I'll kick it back to you and not charge you for one of the questions. Uh, but also, we have our NHL air horn here. Not air horn. Alarm horn. Uh, I'm thinking of a number between 11 and 56. Brian. No, um, I'm sorry. It's either Preds or Penguins since they're in the Stanley Cup Okay, finals. definitely Predators then. Yeah, thank you. Okay. I had a Predator shirt uh, on earlier. You passed the test. I was like, I'm sorry. Sorry, Pens fans. Um, Who outside Preds. of Pittsburgh is rooting for Pittsburgh? Come on, go Preds. Yeah, I know. Yeah, anyway, I just okay. glazed over that whole conversation. It was great. <laughs> So. You guys really sportsed a lot there, didn't you? <laughs> hey, oh. our sports is showing. <laughs> Coming from the guest who's involved in a baseball event, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just want to brag or anything. But <laughs> I mean, yeah. yay, sports. Yeah, you just dribble the, the puck and you hope for a home run, right? <laughs> Touchdown! Yeah! Sports. Oh, that was a good spike. Anyway. <laughs> I am so sorry to the audio feed. No, pass me the rock. Uh, we will air the Nashville Predators goal horn if and when you guys get it. Uh, so, Sam, I don't know if you want to take lead on this, being the vet of the group, but uh, okay, you kind of know the, the path of eliminating yes, questions yes, and stuff. Yes. You, you may really begin. Oh, wait, hold on. Before before I begin, before we begin, I don't want this to count as a question, okay. but we are also doing books too, correct? Or is it just strictly movies? Uh, are mean, you doing... Are you, mean, are you, I'll say this. Is that a yes or a no, or is that on the borderline? No, this is not a... This doesn't this count. This is a pre-question. Oh, we didn't Be specific with your questions. Okay. However, I think Brian knows more Star Wars than I do, so I may throw a bunch <laughs> back at you. Okay. Okay, perfect. Okay, yes. so usually we'll try to cut it down immediately about um, original trilogy. Sure. Like, or even, okay. like yeah. I said, be specific, like when did they first appear kind of thing. Like, yes. So yes. it has to be a yes or no. So like... Yes. Well, I'll let you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I like talking to everyone. So... Sure. What are you guys thinking? Should we start narrowing it down immediately to like a person, place, or thing? I think that's a good starting point. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> stop looking at me, Joe. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm working off you guys because I mean you can have droids, you can have people. So we, right. we, can we have say character basically. Character, character, place, or thing. Okay. Okay. For okay. what it's worth. So should we ask if it's a character? Yeah, I'd say I think that's a good, good start. Yeah, okay. that's a good start. Okay, Joe, is it a character? It is. Okay, that really All narrows right. it down, you guys. It does. Yeah. Great. It does. We don't have to do places. We only have three thousand <laughs> options. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And only nineteen attempts. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, I would ask if it's like what. Like which movie section? If it's a movie character, like did it appear in the original trilogy? Was it prequel or the Disney era or what have you? Something like that. Okay, I'd probably go with. All right. So should we ask for if it's in 
how about mm, how's like your poker face I'm like exclusively to. in the films yeah I'm trying to elude it for it like because like there's certain characters that last through the entire thing has the character those. appeared in the movie? So, there's been some controversial 20 questions things got ugly sure sure yeah, okay. yeah. I can yeah. tell All I right. can already feel the tension yeah. and it's question <laughs> see I, I would like to <laughs> win like, this I don't want to be here. I don't want to play see, anymore see, <laughs> For me, I want to win it by question four because then we win and we get okay. bragging rights. And oh. Sam will like, yes, bragging rights, big deal. Wait, so who got question five? Was that Trevor? Um, I can't remember who was a part of that one, but it was like a few. We were here. Ago. I know we were here. It was, mm-hmm. yes. In the yeah, studio. I know. It was. Not at the yeah. studio. Yeah. And then for episode 20 of Walking Carpet, Wait. they did a 20 questions where I had to answer by myself. Uh, I got it in 10. Yeah. So I was okay. That's not bad. That's respectable. I, I was going to say, that's that's 50%. That's right. Good. I took a stab and I got it. Uh, so I didn't get it. But I was like, I'm going to guess right out of the blue. And everybody's face just turned pale because I wanted to be like, I'm going to get in one question and just be like, you suck. <laughs> yeah. I asked if it was Lando and it was not. Yep. Oh. We've been talking about Lando a lot. Okay. If it's a character, I would narrow it down if the character is human or not. Oh, this that guy. is so a, smart over that's, here. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ready? Yeah. Question two. Is the character human? They are. Okay. Okay. That narrows it down a little bit. It's good pronoun usage. That's good. It's, it's, it's very uh, new wave. It's probably, well, I'm thinking it might be Leia, but, but that would like be too, too easy. obvious. Too yeah. easy. It's too easy. could go for the record, but I'll just leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like it's Leia. Also, only one time did the group not get it. So this is a lot of pressure. No, you guys will be fine. Trust me. There's a lot of Star Wars knowledge in, in this room right now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can feel like it. You guys are yeah. the creme de la creme. I can tell by just the like quotes Sam's we're doing. Well, because then I want to know. I if, like, Is it like, <laughs> oh, my God, we're doing the Rey and Kylo oh thing. <laughs> no, you suck. Get out of my head. <laughs> no, you suck. <laughs> He'll never be as good You're as Darth Vader. <laughs> what? I'm just gonna say, I'm done. He'll never be Trevor. <laughs> oh, I don't even know Trevor. I don't either. I really, only met him when he was still drunk. What you oh. need to know about Trevor is he's knowledgeable about Star Wars and he's really fat. And he likes to really keep fat. Oh man. Yeah. And he does like to. And keep he's a ginger. The one time I met him. Okay. Yeah. And he's ginger, so you yeah. want to keep your distance. Yes. He has no soul. All right, so Brian's like you monsters. Okay, okay, okay. So we know it's like a human. Never coming back. Should we should we narrow it down with one more question about where it takes place in the movies? Do we yeah. know that it's in the movies? We don't yet. Oh man, this is but that's a good thing to narrow down with. Just thinking. Should we just ask if it's in the movies? Ha- has the character it, appeared? Or do we want to say exclusively oh, wait, 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 wait. in the movies? Be specific. Okay. Okay. All right. So maybe we should just do with just a be timeline. careful. You don't want to burn a question. Is what I'm saying. We're on three, right? This is yes, third. this will be the yeah. third. Are we keeping track? I'm I keeping am. track. Okay. I'm keeping track. <laughs> <laughs> this is serious business. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> I'd ask, has it appeared in the, has, have they appeared in the original trilogy? Okay. You good with that, Amanda? Yeah. Have they appeared in the original trilogy? No. Ooh. It's a very good narrowing question. Take that, Admiral Akbar. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, trap. <laughs> Come on, you, I was going to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, no. We all wanted to say it. Yeah. Right? It's a trap. <laughs> we should all do our Admiral Ackbar impersonations. You can't repel questions of this magnitude. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my yes. Yes. Oh. Sam, it's your turn. Yes. Okay. Oh, so. so this would be four. Hmm. All right. So it wasn't the original trilogy. So, Rogue One. 
Well, if you ask if it was released out of the Disney movies, then it could be either Force Awakens or Rogue One, which does narrow it down. A bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it cuts mm-hmm. our guesses in half. Well, actually, we didn't ask if it's in If it's in the TV series the or, or the, the, the books. Yeah. yeah. All you know is they did not appear in the, the original, original trilogy. trilogy. Yeah, so it could be movies or it could still be <clears throat> the new uh, canon materials outside of the movies. Yeah. Huh. Or they could not be canon. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Intriguing. Mm. Mara Jade. <laughs> that wasn't a question. That was a statement. Yeah. I was very, very important with my inflection. Very tr- no, I, I read exclamation point at that one. Okay, question good. mark. Yes. Yeah. All right. No, you're yeah. good. Our representative did not ask Mara Jade question mark. I was yes. That's what we usually yes, do. We usually have one rep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Just to be sure. To I was just safe. being a peanut gallery. All right. No, but seriously, do you want me to ask if it's Mara Jane? No. No, because no, I feel like that's a wait. That's a wait. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not a waste. She's not a waste. She's fab, but. Yeah. yeah. She's a babe. She's a babe. I love oh. that podcast with you ladies. It's fabulous. Okay. All right. So, hmm. should we ask if it's male or female? Or is that a waste of a question? No, that's, that narrows it down pretty well. Do you know if it's human yet? Yeah, or you already human? said yes. Okay. Don't even try to backpedal on that. I was asking more for me because I didn't remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, you told I don't us pay attention to they're this. They're human. They're human. I just know what I have to yeah, yeah, yes. say yes to. Okay. So you know so, that. I'm going to jot down my notes over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're taking no so note taker. It's a character. <laughs> Not from the original For trilogy. those of you human. just tuning in for our 20 questions, it is a character. Brian Stoyle is going to be getting A human. Not... N- OT. Yeah, not original trilogy. So, going by chasing, and that's I mean, all we've got. Trilogy. Okay, trilogy. so. Male or female is not a bad question, though, because that really will narrow some of it down. Okay. Especially if it's female, female. then it yeah. leaves you a handful. Okay. Yeah. Are they female? No. Damn it. Male <laughs> <laughs> slash genderless yeah i was gonna say I was gonna slash say, unknown yeah did they actually specify a gender <laughs> what did all the right. jedi temple archives say Ooh. yeah <laughs> all right hashtag okay. 66 all right <laughs> gonna have your cast to know about that one. Oh! oh that was a big one <laughs> esoteric right. nerd jokes <laughs> so should right. we say <laughs> sorry <laughs> I'm listening. Disney era, or should we say? So this is question five show. coming up. Ooh. Unless someone has a name that they just want to throw out real quick, <clears throat> does that mean An we lose in. right away? No. Okay. So you tie the record if you got it on this one. Yes. Hmm. They're human. Okay. D- this is not part of the question because it's not Sam asking it. But did you come up with this on the fly, or did you have this planned before we started recording? I don't know if I want to answer that. I'm asking <laughs> for a friend <laughs> for science, <laughs> and you are my friend. <laughs> uh, I am well, a little of both. So I had a few things in mind earlier, okay. and then it was before you guys got here. Yeah. Okay. Just, that. just curious. I should charge you with a question. No. <laughs> it's a little more broad, but we could ask, was this character introduced before Disney bought Lucasfilm? All right. Yeah. Was this character introduced before Disney bought Lucasfilm? No. 
So they're from the Disney era. Okay. Disney uh, era. But do we know if it's... Does that include Rebels? Yeah, that's what yes. I was going to ask. Yes. It would be okay. Force Awakens. It could be Rogue One. It could be Rebels or technically the books because we haven't ruled out tertiary <gasps> material yet. Disney era. What if we um, ask if they're living still? Oh. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This might think? be slightly painful, but yeah. go ahead. Are they living still? What do you mean? The character or the actor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The character, actor, what does that mean? I would say... Oh, hey, wait a minute. If there's an actor involved, it's got to be from the movie or the show. If he had to ask that specifying, that means it's not a book it's over not a character. Book. It's not a book. Thanks for bouncing it back, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Um, I want to say, should I say the character? Yeah, I think the character. Yeah, let's yeah. ask about the character. Yeah. Is the character still alive? Yes. Okay. Okay. So that's all of Rogue One gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. We haven't seen Rogue One. Oh, crap. That's what I was gonna watch tomorrow. Sorry. Is it? Don't tell Chelsea. Oh. <laughs> it's a Rogue oh, gosh, That's right. <laughs> I forget. There's some people in the Geekiverse Brian. who have not seen so Star Wars. It's basically Force Awakens or Rebels. But he's an actor. Could be a voice actor. Voice actor. That's true. God yeah. Damn it. But that's good. That, there's none of two things. That's not bad. Yeah. I think you guys are doing very well. Okay. Yeah. I think you will See, you will absolutely get it, and I think you're close-ish. See, I, I'm like leaning more towards Rebels yeah. than Force Awakens, but that's just my personal humble, not so humble. See, opinion. I know nothing about Rebels, so you guys... You okay. need no, to. Fine. It's so good. Oh. I just binge-watched it in what like a said. week and I, a half. That is, it's, it's pretty good. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. It's very good. And me- it feels meaningful. It, it's so are you saying start. I have homework? Yes. You do. I Sam. almost ate the mic. The first yes. season is a bit kind of like, let's do Firefly, but in the galaxy far, far away. I'm watching Ooh. Firefly right now with my husband. A lot of it's parallels. So good. Uh, there's a lot of parallels in the early episodes when yeah. they're introducing characters because of yeah. the ship and the smuggling yeah. jobs or whatever. But then it gets really good by the end of season one and it just gets it better gets super and intense. better and better. Okay. Like there. I was screaming. Yeah. The last few episodes. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine. imagine Every emotion possible. Ah! <laughs> Zippers everywhere. <laughs> that needs a visual, but you don't get it because it's a podcast. That's right. There are okay. zippers on her elbows so when the arm shaking happens. <laughs> Couldn't really hear that. That's... I tried. Anywho. Okay, so we could ask: Does this character Is it from has Rebels? this character appeared on Rebels? Yeah. Has this character appeared on Rebels? No. All right. Correct. So it's Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Okay. Right. So and it's not Leia because she was in Rebels. Spoiler alert. Well, but also, she was it's also it's yeah. Oh yeah, it's male. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not Lando because he's not in the Force Awakens. Right, Got yeah, this. Right, right. I yeah. suck at so this. Really it could be Finn. It could be Finn. It could be Poe. It could be Hux. It could be Kylo. It could be Hux. It could. Be could. Did you want? No, I don't no go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, it's a joke question. So, so this would be. I'm talking eight. to Brian. Yeah. It would be funny if we were like, "Hey, Joe, did you feel like really taken with uh, him giving that dictator speech?" <laughs> 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 oh yes. Yes. Did yeah. you raise your left hand? <laughs> yeah. In the movie theater. I'm asking for a friend. Were you going to join the first order? <laughs> Is he ginger? <laughs> That's for the Doctor Who fans in the audience. What'd you way. say? Is he ginger? <laughs> That's a new thing. Whenever the doctor regenerates, he's been asking since like the fourth one is oh, he wants if he's to be ginger, ginger or not. Yeah. Yeah. Nerd crossover. Nerd crossover. All, All right. right. So we're so getting down to the nitty gritty here. This would be number eight. We got the goal horn ready. Can we say if he's Should we first say, order or resistance? Yeah. Good guy. Yeah. 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 Is he part of the first order? He is. 
Ooh, okay. So that was that was eight. This one will be nine. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> is he a ginger? Basically, we've got <laughs> Kylo Ren. It's Trevor. It's Kylo Ren. We got Hux, and we've got that stormtrooper that Finn fought on Taco Donna that people call TR eight R, but it's really called Nine. So you know, yeah, that guy. Yeah, is it his name? Like so, like yeah. TK should be BA something. <laughs> yeah. Actually, he's in one of the books they put out, one of the kids' books. It's yeah. FN twenty one ninety nine, so his nickname is Nines. But because of the internet, he will always be TR eight R two fans. Yeah, <laughs> but ninety nine is epic, for life, right? Ninety nine just typically yeah. means like the best of. And totally, like, that's just that's so good. Did yeah. he get shot? <laughs> <laughs> Did this character get killed by yeah. Bowcaster? Yeah. Did you ever? See... No, they're still alive. No, yeah. it's not TR eight R. Okay. <laughs> Did you ever? Or Han Solo? Well, he was in the originals. God, he was in the originals. Yeah, yeah. So bad at this. Yeah. The like how it should have ended series yes. on YouTube. The Force Awakens one is fantastic. <laughs> Take a look. <laughs> okay, so do you want to just go for it? I got, I got the puck we control ready. So this one would be number nine, number nine? which is very respectable. That it's Hux? I think it's Hux. Yeah, I'm good yeah. with that. Okay, is it General Hux? It is. Yes. Yay! Yay! It's not working. Yay! Yay! Go Preds, go! <laughs> go Preds, go! Go sports, go! <laughs> Touchdown! Woo! Oh, that was good. That was good. Good job, guys. So, Wasn't the record, but it was respectable. Hey, a, oh, bun- yeah. a bunch of noobs on the first time. Nine is really good. We got it within the number of saga movies there's going to be, so that's all right. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. You asked some very good questions um, to narrow it down. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know. I didn't know which way to go. <laughs> I For... Earlier, I wanted to go Ahsoka because you mentioned your girlfriend I plays Ahsoka. Yes, she does. Yeah, but Amanda's also obsessed with Ahsoka. I so love Ahsoka. I felt like it, you guys would have gotten there a little too easily. She would have been my so first guess. <laughs> I was like, "What am I going to do?" And then when I was kind of writing up the show notes, I'm like, "General Hux, <laughs> he's just <laughs> forgettable enough." And uh, we had like a whole segment on him. <laughs> yeah. And then we narrowed it down to like Hawks or Kylo. The character quickly. is usually hinted like somewhere in the show. So I don't remember how it happened, but you were on this one. It was Yumi, Seth, Beta, and Maggie. <laughs> and Lauren was sitting in the corner. Oh, for that yeah. One. It was Lauren, and she like gave she it away after, immediately. She like two questions. Yeah. Yeah. Just garbage because she wasn't playing. <laughs> but she's like, it's the person with goggles from Force Awakens, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's she kept doing the goggles. She's like, it's the goggles. She the kept goggles. looking at them and going, yeah. I'm like, ah. <laughs> it was Masquerade. <laughs> nice. I love Masquerade. That's a good one. I got a Funko Ooh. Pop of her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. So that is Arlen as Ahsoka. I love. Yeah, I already, I already shook my wrist. What a babe. Your girlfriend's a babe. Thanks. She's pretty great. She's a powerhouse right now too because she's working on this show. Going to school full time for massage therapy and working. Jeez. Uh, yeah, she's Good for uh, her. And making the yeah. kick ass Ahsoka costume. Uh, yeah. Hashtag babe. Might be the most impressive of all of it, which is saying a lot. We did not sleep the night we built that. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that and how cosplay night. usually goes? That's yeah. always like the night before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I've done my best show on this Star Wars night with like three hours sleep a night or less. So, yeah. So far, so good. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. I think all but one of the filming sessions, it's been between like 20 minutes and three hours or something like that. So we're just like, all right, cool. 
We're just going to go with that. It's good that to go. My fat. eyes hurt. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts when I blink. Yep. My eyes are bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> that line between like creative genius and just loopy. Just somewhere in there is just the nexus of perfection. <laughs> I think I have a problem. <laughs> so, well done. Uh, the crew got it in uh, nine questions there. We're going to wrap things Boom. up here. Boom. Very good, guys. I'm always proud of you. Uh, so... Uh, we'll wrap up with a little bit of where we can find everybody, social media, the the whole shebang there. We'll start with some of the Geekiverse stuff, and then we'll loop back around just to, to end on a high note. But uh, for the Geekiverse, you can visit us everywhere on social media that exists, uh, facebook.com slash the Geekiverse, Twitter and Instagram, we're at the underscore Geekiverse. Uh, Snapchat is going to be launching shortly. We had it for a bit, and then it kind of fell by the wayside. However, um, that will be relaunching shortly, so uh, keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, as far as all of our podcasts, you can listen to them on SoundCloud or iTunes, as you probably are right now. Uh, also, you can visit YouTube.com slash Geekiverse. We, like I said earlier, we posted uh, the Buffalo Bisons teaser for the Northridge Star Wars night. Uh, Seth crushed the footage there. He did a great job editing. Uh, we got some very good interviews uh, mm-hmm. that, that Jamie did, so we're, we're very excited for this Saturday. Amanda and I will be in attendance at Star Wars Night. We're very excited. It's my first one ever. I'm really excited. First one. So it's uh, it's a good one to start it, it sounds like. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes, I, absolutely. Yeah. I think this is... I think it's going to be my fourth one. I can't remember. Nice. It's, it's third or fourth. But, okay. But uh, it's, it's always the thing that once spring rolls around, it's circled on the calendar. Yep, yep. Uh, so we're, we're always excited. Um, for uh, the last few things for the Geekiverse, you can uh, subscribe to our email list. We will not spam you. I promise Bruner has nothing to do with it, uh, but there are exclusive giveaways and news bits that you'll receive there if you sign up. Free to, to sign up, by the way. And then uh, if you visit thegeekiverse.storeenvy.com, you can uh, purchase exclusive geek swags. We have some interesting t-shirts available. Speaking of which, um, Brian, for coming on the show today, we have a few <gasps> shirts for you. Yay! Yay! <laughs> um, regular Geekiverse shirt, and then we have Rebel Scum, because that's appropriate uh, for you. Oh, so, yeah! There you are, my friends. I'm not going to lie. Like On Free Comic Book Day, when your buddy was wearing the Geekiverse shirt out of the store, I was nerding out. Like, I know Geekiverse! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> we got so many messages. That was, uh, I think that was Shad Nowicki that was wearing it. He's uh, an artist who's mm-hmm. from Western New York that we met at one of the cons last year and we just kind of became friends and yeah. it's not a con unless we interview him at least twice <laughs> so I think we have at least four or five interviews uh, right. from him uh, with uh, varying titles beginning but he, of the con end of the con <laughs> the search for more Shad and Shad again I think was the last one uh, he's a great guy you can check out some of his artwork nice but uh yeah, uh, last thing uh, to plug for us we will be on the ground in Los Angeles in uh, in less than two weeks at E3, uh, which uh, if you're listening to this and you're not sure, E3 is the biggest uh, gaming convention in, in North America. It's a lifelong dream of mine. I'll be there. Seth and Adam from the Geekiverse will be there, so we'll be uh, providing exclusive coverage from inside the actual panels at E3. Uh, we'll also have some home coverage uh, sponsored by Oogie Games, which we're pretty excited about. Last thing I got to plug, I promise, guys, uh, it is uh, a giveaway that we have uh, from Loot Crate. Uh, so once uh, we get to a certain number of subscribers on YouTube, all you got to do to enter is subscribe to our official YouTube channel. Uh, we're giving away a few things. Uh, there's a few uh, collectibles from Guardians of the Galaxy, as well as the video game Destiny. And then there is a Star Wars Art of Coloring book, which is awesome. Ooh. Uh, which I think I, my wife would be all over. I want to win. <laughs> <laughs> I want to win as well. Yeah. So, uh, all, like I said, all you got to do is subscribe, and we are giving those away uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, so we'll go around the table here. Uh, Amanda, uh, if you plug something for the Geekiverse that you've, you've 
contributed lately and where we can find you on the social medias. Oh, um, I'm a grandma. So all I, I've got on the social media is Instagram. It is XOXO, Mandy Rose, XOXO. And Mandy, as always, is spelled with an IE. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. I don't know what Podcast I do. Podcast tradition. Yeah. Maggie makes fun of it. Um, Meg IE, by the way. Yes, Margaret. <laughs> um, and I recently um, wrote up an article uh, reviewing the latest parts of the Caribbean film. Um, so I have that. And then I just recently released a quick little news piece about the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride that just opened at Disneyland over the weekend. Um, so I'm always doing Star Wars and Disney World stuff. So Absolutely. Yeah. You have a cool other project uh, that was at Nickel City that is more than a project uh, in the escape room. My escape room? Oh, it was yours? Yes. Yes, that was my escape room. She writes the escape rooms, which is crazy. Yes, I'm an escape room writer. So Escape Room Adventures WNY, that's us. It's pretty awesome. Thanks. Nice. My friends love your escape rooms. Really? Yeah, they love them. (gasps) They go all the time. She like screen captured like because you guys were advertising for us and she was like, look, at, look, at, it's you guys, it's you guys. I was like, yeah, I actually know the girl that uh, writes them and she's like, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're best friends, no big deal. <laughs> I'm always like, yeah, the Geekiverse, I know them, you know, I don't want to brag or anything. Oh, you guys it's get out thing. again, huh? Well, I'll tell her to try harder. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome, actually. Like, uh, so in my non-Geekiverse life at my other job uh people talk about it constantly um and i know they're looking to book book a group session very shortly yeah, so we'll be there uh, always yes <laughs> come to my escape room <laughs> visit amanda <laughs> sammy b yeah hi hi <laughs> all right yeah i'm also a grandma i don't i'm so lazy when it comes to social media i only have a facebook and an instagram I probably won't friend people I don't know on Facebook because that's creepy to me. But I will. You can follow me on Instagram. Get I know. I know. I. Uh, you can add me. It's You're okay, Brian. No. <laughs> you know Brian. You can yeah. add me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You'd make me. You'd be my two hundredth friend. I think. <gasps> Do it, do it, yeah. quick, yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, the, but you can phone. you can follow me on Instagram, um, which I don't really update and I never check, but I can get better at it if people want me to. Yeah, <laughs> my Insta is, um, you, you can follow me at uh, Little Beans and Taco Cat. Um, it's named yes. after my Singular. dog and my cat. All yeah. one word? Yeah, all one long word. <laughs> and no underscores. Yeah, no impressive. underscores. I'm the only one. The only one. The only one. <laughs> Little beast Actually, taco know. cat found it. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, you'll find adorable photos of my pets because it's I love true. them. And anything de- geeky that I feel. I almost said deaky. <laughs> anything geeky that I feel. From the deekiverse. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I am working on uh, Geekly Hum Day with Joe right now. Uh, we are looking as a group effort to kind of like do um, an article about what we want to f- like find out what's going to ha- uh, be announced at E3. So it's going to be a joint, like a like a funny article. It could be anything crazy, but There'll that's be some crazy word. ones for sure. Well, yeah, I know. I was, like I can already tell. I'm going to have to start writing these down. Yes. But um, yeah, so look forward to that because that's gonna, probably going to be a big article. And I'm currently playing uh fire emblem shadows of valentia or echoes mm. um and we'll probably review it as soon as i'm done with that because it seems like it's a pretty short game but yeah that'll uh that geekly hump day article will come out next wednesday yes um, spoiler alert my thing is gonna be that i want to see 
um, footage from EA's Star Wars game that I think is secretly 1313. Um, which was a canceled Ooh. game from Lucasfilm that was surrounding Boba Fett in the lower levels of Coruscant. Um, and then Disney came in and bought him and it was gone. What was the game with Darth Maul? Um, I don't know what... I think it was going to be called... Oh, you know what? It didn't have a title. It didn't, but it looked amazing. Yes, Darth Maul was the centric... Darth Maul yeah. and he's fab. Yeah. Yeah. He's a babe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure he is, Sam. <laughs> so He's tattoos. using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it mean whatever I want it to mean. <laughs> she did say the dirtier the better earlier. <laughs> That's true. So there's that. Uh, <laughs> yes, so definitely check that out. Uh, and then for our guest, you were the first guest we've had on Walking Carpet, by the way. So oh, nice. We All very right. much appreciated having you. Uh, Brian, what's going on in your life outside of uh, Star Wars Night? And where can we find you on the social media? <laughs> Nothing. My life has been this show for the last few months. Uh, <laughs> I, I made it that way on purpose, though, because it being the 10th year, you know, it, it deserves a lot of attention and love. And extra special, if you will. It is extra special. You know, like this is something that I've been doing, you know, I did a lot. Like I started the format for the show which has been carried on for things like the superhero night and they did like pirate night for a little while and uh to just see it become like a buffalo institution and then to come back and do it it's just it's meant a lot you know? it's so, so crazy that it's awesome that you are a part of it like i've watched you at this thing for years and oh, now yeah. you know you're podcasting with us so like to me personally it means a lot it's exciting yeah thanks, yeah man. absolutely no, it's, it's been uh it's been fun like can uh, i see your baby you grow right yeah like, absolutely it's, it's amazing yeah it's been uh it's been really cool and it's been really fun being back you know back in the saddle doing this so yeah uh yeah so i'm a young whippersnapper compared to the gmas at the table here so Back in my day. <laughs> Back in 1989. <sighs> Whatever, Grandma. What's the Wi-Fi password? What? You don't have it? I thought it was Wi-Fi. <laughs> what the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> uh, so you can find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at BP Stoyle. And on Facebook, my page for my acting work is Actor BPS. Uh, for the North Ridge, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at the North Ridge, all one word. And then on Instagram, we are North Ridge Buffalo. And in addition to that, I also want to plug Compass House, the charity that yes. we are working with, both in uh, really in all of our events, but especially with the Bison's Night. Uh, you can find information on them at compasshouse.org, uh, and they are on Facebook at Compass House, all one word. Twitter, Compass House R H Y, and then Instagram, they are Compass underscore House. Wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely, it's uh, definitely worth checking out. Totally. Uh, if you can make the game or not, uh, you know, go support a good organization. Absolutely, yeah. So uh, we have uh, Buffalo Bison's Star Wars Night uh, number ten this Saturday night at Coca Cola Field in Western New York, uh, right in the heart of Buffalo. Uh, like I said, get tickets right now, right if now. they are available. Right, yes. I'm hearing this. Right, meow. Yeah, right, meow. I think we've been averaging about like 250 to 500 per day this week leading up so that's yeah fast. yeah and that's not really including all the like really last second people oh sure yeah i mean honestly there there'll barely be anything for day of at this point yeah. like we may very well sell out like a day or two before which we haven't done yet so that'd be really cool to have so get on it people yeah, yeah help, help this sell out i mean obviously this this will be a thing but the more you support it the more it will be around and whether totally. that's in buffalo or wherever you may live and by the way let us know if you're listening across the nation or, or wherever it may be what kind of events are happening in your town like this whether it's star wars night superhero night uh, i know the buffalo bisons do a lot in our community for it and mm -hmm. uh, definitely some of the 
minor and major league teams across America are doing stuff like that. And so. if you would like to hire me to do your show, yes. you find me on the social medias and we shall talk. Absolutely. <laughs> on your interwebs. That's right. <laughs> Got in touch with Brian. Uh, they, they do a lot of great work at the, the North Ridge and it's, uh, it's all charitable. And I think Anna was telling me you guys raised over 5000 last year. Maybe? Uh, more than that. We, we've we done really well, actually, with uh, the charity work at the Bison's event. I think last year it was actually like $16,000. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's amazing. I would love it this year if we could break 20000 because it's ambitious, but I think we could do it if we had people, you know, knowing that all the proceeds are for Compass House, yeah. Yeah. really doubling down on, you know, just throwing a couple of bucks in the in the buckets, you know. I'll be it, buying a laser sword. Nice. Well, there you go. You're helping Compass House. I'm going to buy a laser so. sword and I'm going to hit Trevor with it. It's going to be great. Yes. Awesome. Yes. All right. Buy a laser oh, yeah. sword and hit Trevor. Put it into double good use. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Trevor. Win win. He deserves all of it. <laughs> Love you, Trevor. Is it sad that I want to see him get chained up near Jabba? <laughs> that sounds kinky. Oh, oh wait, in why? Princess Leia's. I don't. I don't mm. want that visual. The Buffalo Bison is a very family friendly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, uh, Brian, thank you very, very much for being with us here again, folks. This Saturday, uh, June 3rd, catch us at the ballpark. We'll be there. Uh, It's going to be an exciting time. So for Amanda, Sam, and Brian, I'm Josiah. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you soon.